Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. And today we are going to talk a little bit more about running Universal because we talked about it before the race happened, but now we've actually run it. We, we've been there. We've done that. We spent the whole weekend at Universal Orlando and it was awesome. And uh, <laughs> we want to give you guys the highlights and, a, I don't know, a little running Universal review, if you will, to hopefully help you plan for the next time they do this race, which... I don't know. I hope there's a next time. Do you hope there's a next time, Tanya? Yes, there needs to be a next time. All right. That's what I thought. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast because we love it. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. We're going to go into a little bit more detail with it. Uh, as my guest today is Tanya, you guys know her if you've listened to any other of my podcasts over the past year, <laughs> or if you follow me on social media, you probably see us talking back and forth, bickering sometimes. But this is Tanya Lamb, and she's from LolaLambChops.com. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me again, Patty. Of course. And where can people find you online if they need to uh, talk to you about whatever you're going to say today? <laughs> you can find me all over social media at Lola Lamb Chops or my blog, lolalambchops.com. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So Tanya and I both were hosted by Universal Orlando. We went down for the weekend. Uh, you brought your daughter. Yes. And... I went by myself because I don't like my kids. No, I'm just, uh, just they, they were, everybody with schedules was crazy. So that didn't happen, but you did bring your daughter. So that's also nice that we have a perspective from the kid point of view. So yeah. we'll get to that as well. And uh, we stayed at the uh, Sapphire Falls Resort. Yes. And I ran the 5K and you ran the 10K. So this is also good. We can get both course perspectives as to what we thought of each one. Uh, I got to say, I was a little jealous of that 10K course. I won't lie. I mean, that's why I ran the 10K was for that course. Mm -hmm. When that when the course maps came out, and I wish that they would have released the course maps a little earlier so that people could have made that call. Um, but as soon as I saw that we were running through Diagon and Hogsmeade, I was like, whatever. Sign me up. Hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is twice the miles. However, you got twice the Harry Potter. Yes. So, I mean, totally worth it. Totally worth it. Uh, all right. So let's start from the beginning. When we showed up and the way things were set up, there wasn't an actual race expo per se, but there was an area that you could go for your packet pickup. So packet pickup was over at the Blue Man Group Theater, right? Yeah, yeah. Just in that general area. Okay. And it, at least in my experience, it went pretty easy, pretty smoothly. I went there. I actually, uh, we, we received our packets a little bit differently since we were hosted, but I went over there to check it out and it was running really smoothly. There was not that many people in there as far as like guests. It wasn't like you were in line, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, you went in there, was it Saturday morning? No, Friday oh, afternoon. Friday. Right, yeah, Friday okay. afternoon. I went with Sarah who picked up, she had to pick up her packet. So I wanted to see how everything was too. Yeah. And it was same thing. Super easy. Uh, you just go and, you know, there's two different lines for 5k, 10k, and then even one for if you're doing both races, which Sarah was doing. Uh, we went inside, uh, you know, it's a room. I don't even know how to describe the room. 
not size, but there's basically tables for 5K, table for 10K, pick up your bib. They had like a display of the medals. Oh, they did have a table for waivers if you didn't bring your waiver. So if you forgot to print it out, they had one that you could fill out. They had a table before you went in. They also had a computer set up that you could register at the packet pickup. So even though registration cut off a couple of days in advance, uh, it turned out there was on-site registration available for folks who maybe decided last minute they wanted to stop in and check and see if that worked out. For this year, that was the case. Can't promise that would be the case in the future, uh, but it was for this one. So I was happy to see that, that at least there were some folks. And I, and I will admit, I went in um, before you guys ran the 10K and I considered it. And then I thought, no way. <laughs> I am not. It would be a nightmare. I was not ready to run a 10K. Um, but I thought about it because, again, Diagonelli, Hogsmeade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, throw me throw me some some uh, Harry Potter and I will run for Harry Potter, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I thought that the packet pickup went really smoothly. They also seem to have a lot of uh, team members on hand to answer questions. So yeah. you didn't, you know, if you had any needs or, or, or whatever, there was tons of people there to talk to. And when I was there, Woody Woodpecker was also there. And I got a picture with Woody Woodpecker. So that was kind of fun, too. Yeah, I when we were there, I did not see characters. Um, but I, I did see other people's pictures with characters. So I don't know if they were switching them out. I don't know when and where. Um, but everything went smoothly. Like, I had no complaints. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing that they had, it wasn't inside that room. But right outside of it, there was kind of a pop-up tent of merchandise. And the merchandise that they had, I liked it. I know there were some complaints online. Maybe there wasn't enough or there wasn't a big enough variety. But I really liked the logo shirts. And uh, I bought one (laughs) because I needed it. And uh, I was super happy with that. So they did have some merchandise as well. One thing, though, uh, that I think you ran into, there wasn't anything kid sizes. No, there was not. So, I mean, I did end up buying my daughter one in a small, but she she's 13. Um, she's not super big. She's she's short-ish for her age. Um, so the small was fine, but, you know, for anybody younger, there weren't any, there wasn't any merchandise as far as shirts or anything like that. But I can't say that I blame them for an inaugural race. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if, when you ran the 5K, if you saw a ton of children out on the course as compared to the 10K. Uh, there was definitely more kids at the 5K than the 10K. Uh, but I agree with you. It was uh, one, one thing to note about both of these races. They were they were pretty small. I think I heard that there was about 3,000 registrants for the 5K and somewhere around the 2,000 number for the 10K. So it does make sense that they're not going to put a lot of money in a variety of merchandise in different sizes and that sort of thing. Like, I get that. I do. Uh, but that's one thing just to note for the future is if you have a kid running, you might need to buy them something different <laughs> um, from the Universal than the actual running Universal items, unless they change that. And I don't know either, though, if because you know how we get a shirt. Did they have kid shirt sizes when they mm-hmm. registered for the race? I don't think so. Yeah, that's okay. why. Yeah, some some folks were complaining about that. Is that okay? You know, they're the smallest you know size they had were adult smalls. Oh, and these were unisex shirts. So that was the other 
thing that factors in is that maybe you could pull off a woman's extra small shirt for a smaller kid, all but they didn't even have the women's sizes. So, you know, that's, but again, small race. I get, I get the logistics behind not having a ton of merchandise personally. And it didn't upset me because what they did have, I thought was nice and was decent quality. So, oh, the other thing with the merchandise, uh, if you had an annual pass, you could use that and get a discount. Sarah had an annual pass. And so she was able to use her discount on the race merchandise. Yeah, so also... 10% off, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was a nice little nice little thing. Uh, so that, that pretty much covers the logistics of picking up your packet and what you got. And what you did get, uh, you got your shirt and a backpack, right? Yeah, like a little sack. Like a sling backpack. Sling. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh and your bib and uh, I think that was it, right? And they did though in your bag there was a card that told you all the the places that you would get a discount. So you I mean this is actually a big deal. So if you had a bib or even a medal, I showed my medal after I ran. Um you got 15% off at a lot of the restaurants at City Walk. So I mean, that was a nice little discount after for celebratory dinner, pre-dinner, Buddha donuts. Um, I think it was good at Tucson, at Cowfish, um, at Vivo, all of those City Walk restaurants. So that was cool, too. Yeah, it was really nice that they offered that and that they physically gave you that reminder because yeah. we did refer to it. Like we pulled it out and said, hey, do we remember? Are we? Yes, we're at a place that'll take this discount. Yahoo! Yeah. Uh, showed our medals at Cowfish and got our, got our discount. So it was nice. Uh, let's see. Okay, so race morning, we got up. Transportation. Uh, there was a bus and I believe you could also take the water taxi. Uh, we were told to take the bus because the bus got you closer where the water taxi drops you off where the water taxi always drops you off. And then you had to walk all the way basically to the parking structure, the universal parking structure, which if you've ever been to universal Orlando, uh, you're going to walk like a mile (laughs) from the parking structure to the the front of the parks anyway. So save some steps. Don't take the water taxi next time. Take the buses. Uh, The bus was super easy, at least for us. I think we only waited 15 or 20 minutes got on a motor coach, and then they took us straight to the parking structure. It was pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, I think we waited, same, about 10, 10 to 15 minutes. I'm not sure how often the buses were running, um, but, I mean, it's a super close drive, so it's nothing, you know, you're not going down all of these streets or anything. It's it's less than five minutes to, to where they drop you off, so it's a quick ride. I think we stopped and picked up somebody at a different hotel. Yeah, we did that too. We did, we stopped, I think picked up one or two people at, or one or two hotel stops. And it was, but again, so quick that, because it's all right there. Universal's pretty compact. You're not talking Disney, for example, where it's all over the place. This is a pretty compact area. And that was very smooth and very easy and took us, you know, straight, let us off. When we got there, what I liked and what I appreciated is uh, before we went through security, you're kind of in the the parking structure kind of hub area of Universal. And guys, there's real bathrooms there. There are real bathrooms before you yeah. get your corral, which is really nice as a as a as a way of logistics, the way this was set up. Uh, once we went through security, there was also porta potties on the other side. So if you didn't see the restrooms or whatever, you could not miss the line of porta potties. So that was also there. And uh 
And then we went to the corrals. Now, you did you have a corral sticker? I can't remember what your what your situation ended up being. No, I did not have a corral sticker. Oh, and also to note before the race, so they did have bathrooms, but they also had a stand up up in the parking structure where they offered coffee and food and um, for purchase. So, so in case you didn't have anything at your hotel that was open or you forgot to get something, then you they had like muffins and pastries and. Uh, bagels type things there so you could eat they did have that and they also had a table of water uh yeah free water uh right before you got into the corral so they wanted to make sure you were hydrated i mean all your needs were met right you got to go to the bathroom you got fed if you needed it you got some caffeine if you needed it and then you had some water if you needed a little hydration so yeah and even the porta potties you know something that we noticed was that it didn't smell bad (laughs) because <laughs> they had left, the, you know, because it was the second day, but I think it was the temperatures that helped that out. It was not hot. It was quite chilly. And so um, that might have helped it out. But it, they didn't stink as we walked through the parking garage. <laughs> good, good. Win, one win for Universal right yes. there. <laughs> Non-stinky board of Good job, guys. Uh, all right. So then we went and got in the crowds. And um, this is something that as you know, run Disney people, we know people freak out about their corrals and it's very important to have the best corral and blah, 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 blah. So remember people, this was a much smaller race. It was really, I don't think it was any problem whatsoever, but essentially it was kind of first come first serve, unless you had written that you were finishing, I heard eight minutes and, and faster or something along those lines. Then you were given an elite corral sticker or an A corral sticker but the rest of us was pretty much first come, first serve. So when you showed up, they said, go ahead and get into B Corral. And I said, okay, I'll go get into B Corral. And that's where we started from. Yeah, when we showed up, um, Faith, she had an A sticker. So she just went to the right. And then I didn't have any sticker. And so I think there was a B and maybe a C Corral. I don't think there was a D for the 10K mm, that I remember. No. Yeah, just and A and so B. It was kind of like... Just do what you want. <laughs> I mean, nobody said anything. Like I think they were just looking for an A sticker. If you didn't have an A sticker, it's like, do what you want. But a lot of people kind of hung out under under the parking. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It wasn't the garage, but it, there was a, a, a something to cover because it was cold and a lot of people were cold. So they just decided to hang out there instead of moving up a little bit to the corrals. Um, and so... We luckily had some blankets and things, so we just hung out in the corral, and we probably started mid B. Okay, okay, yeah, we were we got rained on. We were sitting out there, and we we did. We had a we had the the heat sheets and had them over our heads, thankfully, and and because we did get rained on on our race. It wasn't cold though, so I guess I'll take the wet over the cold <laughs> since I was wearing a tank top. Uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that was how the corral system worked out. So in the future, keep that in mind. If you're super duper fast, make sure you put down what your time is so that you can start at the front if that matters to you. If you're going after those awards, which there were awards for this, and they were actually pretty decent, I heard. Um, But if you are more like me and you just don't care, uh, then just make sure you get there early enough to comfortably find yourself a spot in whichever corral you choose. (laughs) It's kind of the way that works. As far as time perspective, so the race started... What time did the race start? Six six fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so we probably woke up at four. I probably could have slept longer, 
Um, and let's say we probably left the hotel at 450, um, walked over to where the bus was and waited, like I said, 10, 15 minutes. So we probably got to, to the spot around five. We were there an hour early, I remember. So yeah, so we got there by 5.15. So I'm like, okay. I'm all about being prepared, but I'm like, I could have slept at least 30 extra minutes. Like, <laughs> and and Because, uh, you know, you're thinking run Disney stuff, but yes, no. yes, It's just, it was just a lot smaller, which was so nice because you basically just go and then you hang out. Like there was no pressure. There's no oh my stressing gosh, it about so, it. It was just nice. So chill. Like yeah. so chill. And that was lovely to experience that we we got the fun of the characters and the theme park and all that without any of the drama. That, yeah. That's the way I saw it. And yeah, I agree with you. I was pretty much along the same lines. I think I got up around 4 or 4.15 and we were probably walking at, towards the buses by like 4.45, 5 o'clock. I didn't need to though. We absolutely could have taken a little bit longer, but we didn't know and we right. wanted to see. And plus I wanted to see what time did you really need to be there? And the answer is this year you could have been there a little bit later because they're just not the talking the masses of people uh, that, you know, we, we usually see at these run Disney races that we're experienced with. Uh, so, so yeah. So then the, the start of the race, they had this, they didn't do fireworks, but they did some kind of like smoke. I don't know. Not, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was smoke or fog or what it was, but it was cute. It was a cute like little a puff. send off. Puff of something. Yeah. And um, each crowd got it. So that was nice as well. They did make sure that everybody got a send off. And uh, we started the run. And at least in our case, I'm going to talk about the 5K course. 5K, of course, the first mile of it or so was outside of the parks. And you definitely had room to spread out and to run. And so if you were somebody who were concerned about, well, I'm stuck in B corral, but I should be in an A corral because I'm faster. I think you probably had plenty of room to get around people. At least that's what it felt like to me. It never at any point in that first mile felt congested or, or close. And I think you guys had the same first mile that we did. If I, I remember. I yeah, I think so. But I mean I remember we ran the first mile without stopping at all. Mm -hmm. Um and so there was nothing to stop for. Um Right, right. So yeah, so we just ran that first mile and uh, we didn't even do intervals or anything. We just went and, and there was plenty of room to, to go around whoever we needed to go around and let people around us whoever was were faster than us. Yeah, yeah. It was it was that first mile was nice if you wanted to to get a, a good running pace going. I think you had plenty yeah. of room uh, for sure, like in the 5K. And then once we got into the parks, things definitely slowed down and things got a little bit more congested just because of the nature of the backstage and the walkways that you had to get in. But I never thought it was um, too tight or too crowded again. Uh, we were kind of mid-pack at that time and people were – looking around and slowing down and pulling over to take pictures. Uh, guilty. I was totally taking all the pictures. And um, so I'm sure that factored into it on, on how it felt. But um, that was where the fun began, at least for us. That was We had a blast. Sarah ran with me or, and we went and stopped at every single character. We only skipped two. One was Betty Boop. And that was because uh, they had basically closed her line off. And I don't know if it was... Uh, the rain or if they were switching her out or what the deal is, but uh, we weren't able to get in line for Betty Boop, which is fine. But we got 
we were able to get in line with every other character. And let me tell you guys, like Sarah and I took our time on this course. We were some of the last people to finish. <laughs> um, and that's what I also have to say as a back of a packer, somebody who's not really fast anyway. Um, Sarah's much faster than I am, but she stuck with me because she's a friend. And um, as a back of the packer, you do worry about that. Like, will I get the same entertainment? Will I get the same treatment, you know, on the course? And for Universal, for the 5K, I absolutely got the exact same treatment as the first runners did. In fact, I think I, maybe we got better treatment because I heard reports that people were saying there were only three characters on the whole entire 5k course. And when I saw that at the end of the race, I pulled up my race pictures from my phone and I was counting and there were 11 different stops. I had 11 opportunities with distinct characters to stop and take a picture. So my guess would be maybe the rain or they weren't as prepared or they didn't expect those fast runners to stop anyway. So they didn't get the characters out. I'm not sure what the mistake or the the miscommunication was there, but that is the report that I heard is that some of the faster friend of the pack runners for the 5k only saw a handful of characters where I saw like left and right. Like, you know, you'd run 10 steps and be in line for another one. It was awesome. It was amazing. Uh, We'll run for characters over here. So I loved it that. That was so much fun to me. But uh, that was their experience versus our experience. So I don't know. Uh, But again, 11 different course characters. It was cool. And the course itself for the 5k, we we didn't spend a lot of time in Islands of Adventure and we completely bypassed uh, Hogsmeade. So I didn't see any of that. Uh, but then we got some cool backstage, which I like backstage because we never get to see it. I'm not a team member. I've never, you know, gotten on a VIP tour where we've gone backstage or anything like that. So I like those kinds of cool things. And it was also fun because we saw a lot of the team members coming in for their shift and they would cheer us on as we were running by and they were, they were excited to see us out there too. And, um, I think a little, a couple of them were confused because, I'm sure this was not something they normally see, <laughs> but um, but it was fun. And then we got back on stage uh, at Universal Studios, and that was my favorite part. We pretty much ran through that entire park for the 5K. Uh, we didn't go into Diagon, but we went in front of it. So I got some pictures there and took some, um, made some stops. The um, night bus uh, driver was out, so we did get to stop and chat with them. And uh, that was a great little interaction. But yeah, the Simpsons, hashtag Panda, the Blues Brothers. That was awesome. There was, there was so much to do and see. Uh, so that was the 5K. What was your 10K like? So the 10K, I mean, the course was awesome. Like I said, once you get past that first mile, then pretty much you do get backstage, but I mean, most of it is in the parks. And so that's what I loved about it because you're basically, I mean, it felt like Disneyland races to me. I used mm. to love that 10 K course because, because you have those parks so close together, you can do that. And that's what universal does because they have those two parks that are so close. You can, you get most of your course in the parks. And that so, was exactly my thought when I finished my race and then you guys were talking about your races. I was like, all of us that are whining and crying that we missed our Disneyland races, y'all, this yes. was Disneyland. Like, this was basically running a Disneyland. You're exactly right. That that nailed it. Yep. Yeah, it was that's awesome. That's what it felt like. And, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. why I enjoyed it so much because, you know, I want, and especially because this was my daughter's first race um, ever. I mean, well, no, I take that back. She did run the 5K at Castaway, 
but this was her first one with characters and all of that. And and it was six miles. Like, I didn't know how she was going to do. It's not like she really <laughs> trained for this. I'm like, hey, let's go to Universal and, and run. She's like, okay. But, you know, she plays sports and she's in good shape. And, um, but I mean, she was, she just had so much fun. Like, she would have just run the whole thing. I was the mm-hmm. one who was more like, let's stop for a picture. Let's do this. Like, this is fun. <laughs> um, and so I, I, it was just a great experience. Now, I, I, you know, since I didn't run both races, it felt like it was the same characters for both races. Okay. And, and that, I think, is, I mean, I guess if you, then that way you don't have to stop for all of them and you could, or you can decide to get pictures one race um, and then just run the other race if you decided to, to do both. But I mean, I'm pretty sure same thing like Betty Boop and um, didn't you have Puss in Boots yep. as well? Yep. Puss in Boots and I'm trying to think who else we stopped for. Hashtag the Panda. There was Scooby-Doo, which we didn't we stop did, for. We didn't have Scooby-Doo. I would have okay. stopped for Scooby-Doo, but we didn't, uh, we didn't have Scooby-Doo. And we had oh we had uh, Shrek and Donkey, which by the oh, way oh so we did not have Shrek and Donkey. Okay, well you missed out. I don't know. Maybe maybe Shrek got in trouble and they learned, or maybe Donkey. <laughs> it wasn't Shrek. Maybe Donkey got in trouble and they wouldn't let him be on the course. Oh, <laughs> uh, because Donkey was hilarious. Like he had all of us laughing so hard while we were waiting in line for this picture so uh that was my big i think that was my favorite was the character interactions were actually really good too so it was it was fun but okay so we had them uh blues brothers uh you had uh you had transformers but i think you had different transformers than i saw yeah would you did you guys have bumblebee we did have bumblebee and i think optimus prime i think that's what you had that's what i mean that's when we ran by i didn't stop for that one um, I would have stopped for Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo was long. It's probably the longest line that we mm-hmm. had. And we just wasted too much time for Puss in Boots and, because they left and they came back. And so I was like, ah, that w- that's my one regret. And then and then plus I was going to spend time since we dressed up like Harry Potter. We spent time in both Hogsmeade and Diagon doing TikToks um, <laughs> on the course. So well, of course, of course. Yes. <laughs> so there was that. Um, but I mean, I'm pretty sure I had like my eyes started to well up with tears as we were running through Hogsmeade. It was just like, it was just a beautiful sight and just to be able to run through it. Um, and then I love Diagon too. And so Diagon, you run past the dragons. You're not running up, you know, right up Diagon Alley. Yeah. Um, yeah that way. Yeah. But you could take pictures. So you could kind of step off the course. And take pictures. So that was nice to be able to do that so that, you know, you're not blocking any runners to take your picture um, if you wanted to do that angle type thing. And uh, and then there was also, and then you kind of go out the back way out of Diagon Alley. And so you run, you basically got to look at all of it. So it was, I mean, I loved it. I, I would 100% do it again just to run through that. Again. Just run through, yeah, yeah. I I agree. I I I really like the theming of a lot of Universal's lands. They did a really fantastic job with with the ten of it. It was we ran through uh, Seussland, and yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Like in the dark and early fun. in the morning, it was a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, I, I like the feeling of going through these places without the typical crowds and like the work workers, yeah. you know, and, and everybody going on. So that, that is all awesomely magical to me and a lot of fun. Um, 
as well. So I, I like the course. I like the characters. Uh, the finish line was easy. You just finished. Uh, they did have some characters out there for you to go and get in line and take pictures uh, with your finisher medal if you wanted. Uh, we didn't do that. We just went ahead and walked over to, uh, they gifted us with VIP breakfast. And so we went and ate because <laughs> we, <laughs> we wanted to eat. And uh, we headed in that direction. And at the breakfast, it was really nice. This was an extra add-on that you could do, and it was in one of the restaurants there at City Walk. The food was delicious. It was plentiful. There was all kinds of drinks that you could want from coffee to uh, chocolate milk to uh, Cokes to water. I mean, they just, they had everything there. Um, but what was fun, of course, to me is that you also had characters. So we got to take a picture with the minions that day and had our medals with the minions and they were, you know, they were minions. You like, you know how they have to be with their medals. Uh, so they were, <laughs> they were cute and a nice little interaction there. Uh, so I, I enjoyed that too. And you guys did the breakfast the next day after your 10 K, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so overall, I think we both liked it. I mean, it sounds like we were, we're sitting here actually wondering when we can have another one to put on our calendar, Universal Orlando, because we'd like to come back. <laughs> no, I really hope they continue this series. Like, I don't, and I don't know the magic numbers of how many people need to run to make it cost effective or for them mm-hmm. to make a profit or all of that. And so I really do hope that they do it again and that word gets out. And it, I mean, it, it was a great race series, especially for their inaugural, you know, event. Like there, sure, there are things, there are some subject, suggestions I could make, but um, overall, I really hope they do it again. I would do this and I would bring my family to go in the parks and um, hang out there. Cause it's just, I mean, it's especially so, we stayed at Sapphire Falls for the race, but then my daughter and I extended an extra night and stayed at um, Universal, uh, what is it, Endless Summer, uh-huh, uh, yep. which is, you know, kind of like their value hotel. And, and new. we really liked it. Mm-hmm. And so it's definitely, and it was so cost effective. I mean, it was, I think we paid less than a hundred bucks nice. or maybe it was like right a hundred dollars. Um, and we transportation like from universal back to the hotel one night um and it was five minutes it was a five minute drive and so i would absolutely stay there and and bring the family to run this and and i think it's a great family race too to bring the kids um for their first experience and it's not as overwhelming as disney and you get park that's what that's why i'm paying to run you know theme park races is to be able to run in the parks because if i wanted to run in the street I would just do a local 5K for $10, no? Um, totally. <laughs> totally agree with you. Yep, yep. And that's, so that's, that's what I appeal. want. I want to mm-hmm. run through the park. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's what I loved about uh, both of these courses, which had me so excited when I saw them, is that it was just so much park time. So much park time. And uh, through some really cool cool lands and some cool sights to see and then when they kept throwing characters at me I was so happy with it yeah uh, I, I agree it wasn't perfect there was some communication I think that um like for example you were supposed to get some email communications uh and I know a lot of people were saying that they did not receive it so something was going on there on that end where you know they they, they need a little bit better job on communicating some way somehow 
that will come in time. Uh, but I felt like anytime I had a question, I was able to find a team member to ask, uh, you know, and to get an answer. And in my case, they were correct answers. Like I wasn't being given a runaround or a, oh, I don't know. This is all new to me too. I didn't get that. I actually got solid, correct answers <laughs> whenever uh, I, I had any questions. Uh, I don't know if I was lucky in that way or what, but uh, it worked out. And I, I agree with you on the whole idea of this is a perfect first time experience race because it was low key in a good way. Not, not like that's not a negative. This was no stress, no drama. You could take your kids and just have fun like you're supposed to. Somebody kept saying that it felt like a local race. I was like, it does, but it's in a theme park. I mean, <laughs> you know, you got the best of both worlds. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. And I, and after, you know, my daughter had finished, she was just, I was like, so how was it? She's like, this is a lot of fun. Like I want to keep running. And it encouraged her to keep running, to do more races. Like she wants to do another race. And so she went home and told her sisters. And so they want to run a race. And so it, you know, it's just a great way too to keep the family active and to have a goal, um, to accomplish this together. Like it, it was super cool. And then the best thing ever is that you go into universal to the parks afterwards and you go get in line and you ride Hagrid's because it's the best coaster <laughs> Hagrid's is seriously Guys, I know you've probably read the hype or maybe you're tired of hearing it or you don't believe it. Believe it. It is really that good of a coaster. That was so much fun. And Tanya doesn't doesn't like coasters a whole lot. And she had she rode it twice and she had a blast. (laughs) Yeah. And my it was the very last ride we rode before going home. And my daughter was like, Look, the line says 20 minutes. And so I'm like, okay, let's go. We put our stuff in the locker and and then as I'm walking by, it said 210 minutes. And I'm like, son of a gun. But like, I was going to, I was going to wait. I was going to wait with her when we got in line. And um, I think they inflated it a little bit because it was the very, it was about 20 minutes before the park was closing. Um, and so we ended up, I think, waiting an hour and 20 minutes. But even still, like, it was worth it. And we were talking it up to the people behind us, like two different groups who ha- were, had never ridden it. And so I'm like, oh, you know, I really hope that they liked it. And then I didn't talk <laughs> it up too much. And then I saw the girl come off, one of the girls who was directly behind us who was riding it solo. And um, she's like, and I didn't even have to say anything to her. She saw me and she's like, okay, this was way better than I could have ever hoped for. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. uh, I knew I was going to write it. I knew it would be fun, but I hadn't, I I only somewhat paid attention to what this coaster was all about. I couldn't describe it to anybody, which is also a good thing because it was banana pants. You did so many different cool elements and different things in this coaster. And of course, this has nothing to do with running Universal, but I'm just telling you (laughs) that if you are going to go to Universal, do not skip this coaster it's worth standing in line for yeah. it's it's worth the drama because it was that much it was so much fun but uh but yeah i i haven't heard anything yet there has not been an announcement of a second race or a, a next year or in six months or anything like that i am with you tanya i hope that announcement is coming soon and you guys know if it does come out we'll be sure to let you know all about the details when we do find that out but uh but yeah, we're we're hopeful that it went off well from their end because definitely as runners, we 
had, you know, little to no complaints. Uh, it served its purpose. It gave me what I wanted, which was an awesome course and awesome characters and no drama. It was great. Yeah. No, I loved it. All right. All right. Well, thanks for uh, fangirling Running Universal with me today, Tanya. (laughs) Anytime, anytime. (laughs) I do always appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. And uh, we'll be back to fangirl with you guys again real soon.